Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon, one of the employee owners at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online on this Saturday morning, and uh, we will do our best to help you out uh, with your issues, if we can. 860-522-9842 is the number. Um, feel free to get online, and we'll do that. And, of course, we, are so, we still have our virtual link up there for the uh, Salvation Army Holiday Store uh, WTSC Holiday Store uh, Drive here. That'll be live, I guess, till the 23rd. So if you'd like, you can go ahead and go to the link over on our Computer Talk page or on our Facebook page over at the Computer Talk with Tab Facebook network there and uh, give whatever you can. It's a secure way to do it. You can just go ahead and make a donation and uh, it'll get to the folks at Salvation Army. Where I was listening, it was like 87% uh, or 87 cents on every dollar, 87% will go to the people who need it. Ah, it's a very good return. Yeah. So, and this time, this time of year is really important for us to think about everybody else if we can, um, and try to help out where we can. So another, and uh, we we'll usually start out with some sort of technology news, and I guess we'll do this because this is just right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from uh, our favorite favorite tech blog across the pond there, the Register. Um, headline: Not even LinkedIn is that keen on Microsoft's cloud. Really? Yeah. It's it was gonna. It says here shift to Azure abandoned. Well, Whoa. That, well, that's kind of interesting. So LinkedIn has abandoned its efforts to migrate its data centers and uh, infrastructure to Microsoft Azure four years after announcing it would do that. So just so, so you know, I was gonna say. I mean, they they've been putting this off for four years already. Right. Ooh. Yes, that is an interesting thing. <laughs> and LinkedIn was purchased by Microsoft. Right. And, my, and, of course, LinkedIn says, hey, we'll go ahead and put our stuff on your Azure cloud. Four years ago, they said they're going to do this. <laughs> and they still haven't, and they're not going to. Now, wow. now, here's a question for you. you got to ask yourself, what do they know that we don't know? <laughs> <laughs> Are they privy to some meetings that we might not be privy to? Um, they have decided to focus on having their own what? Data centers. What does that mean? Right. Their own servers in their own four walls managed right. by who? Themselves. Right. Right. Um, crazy talk, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, it just seems like uh, I must be out of the, they're out of their out of their minds, not wanting to use the 
the actual tools available to them <laughs> as a division of Microsoft. Um, yeah, what's amazing to me is that Microsoft isn't even eating its own lunch. Right. They they are Microsoft, but they're not going to be using their own product. That's the that's the thing that's got to make you go, hmm. Yeah, and uh, it kind of reminds me of what was kind of a scandal at the time that it came out, I think uh, about 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. It was revealed that a lot of Microsoft's own network systems inside their own house right. were actually Linux servers. Right, that's true, too. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah, so... And but we all know that Microsoft actually does work with Linux now. I mean, they, yeah. they've got you can run um, Linux apps depending on how you set them up in Windows now, mm-hmm. and, and it's kind of a nice little tool. Not nice enough for LinkedIn. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I, I'll put this link up there for you. You can read it yourself, and you're going to ask yourself if you're you know you're in the business that we are, right? Well, why would LinkedIn not want to use the Microsoft Cloud? <laughs> I don't get you know, it. I mean, it's, it's such a great solution, right? Well, you would think that it's economical because it's already in house, you know? Well, and, that's the other thing, right? Maybe they did the math and said, geez. <laughs> that's possible. <laughs> they're like, my goodness, have you seen what it costs? They're going to need a third party application just to manage the, link, the Azure costs, yeah. uh, which actually exists, by the way. There's actually oh. tools out there to make sure you're not using too much compute, too much storage, too much. Uh, ingress, egress, because Microsoft charges you coming and going, up and down, left and right, and there's tools and whole consultancies around simply so, managing what you put in the cloud versus right. just having your servers run in your data center. All right, wait a minute. <clears throat> let, let me get this straight. Yeah. You go and buy Azure services right. to run your business, right? Yeah, right. Okay. Then on top of that, you buy some other service or software or both to manage that service that you've bought right. in order to make it cost effective. Right. Think of it think of it as a <laughs> an automatic setback thermostat. Right? You pay for the oil, but then you got to pay for a smart thermostat to make sure it doesn't run while you're not at the house. Right? <laughs> and that's kind of what's going on here with that. Oh. So because when you buy your own servers and have them in your office and you're within your four walls and using your own electricity and your own power and your own compute, you don't have to share that with anybody. Right. And if the servers are running there using juice, yeah, no that's that's true. But when it when you put it in a data center or an Azure data center, you literally get you know have to if you don't turn them off, they're going to whack you right. for the usage right. of those systems. And generally, it's a more expensive option than if you had your own servers in in house. Right. Um, and the other issue, of course, is that it's in the cloud, which is if it's impacted, along with everybody else, um, what are you going to do? As the folks at CTS found out when they mm. were reselling those services <laughs> for those lawyers, eighty. 80 to 100 law firms in England were brought down by a ransomware attack. Um, so we'll put this link up here for you guys to read yeah. it. And uh, it's just one of those things that makes you go, hmm. Um, now, for me, I'm, you guys probably know I'm not surprised. But No, I, I'm not either. <laughs> but we'll put, yeah, we'll put the link up there for you guys to read it. What else you got, Dennis? What do you want to well, bring Well, we got a story about lo- uh, Google and their location services, especially on Android phones. That is true. Uh, a lot of a lot of people may not realize it, or maybe you're aware of it, but you haven't really thought about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of uh, people's phones are set up so that their location is constantly homing back in to right. the mothership um, in Mountain View, right. and it's constantly telling them where you are, where you were, where you've the been, location history. Right, and it turns out that cops have been, you know, 
requesting that information. Geofence and, warrants. And they, right. And it's geofence warrants, which means uh, if you were in a, in a place during a time window that they're asking for, right. your location data is shared with that police department. Not that you're doing and, anything wrong. Right. right. And <laughs> you you just happen to be in the area where a crime occurred that they're right. investigating. Right. And you're going to get caught up in that. Well, they're changing how that works. Google is. Google is. Not the cops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the cops are going to go after that data no matter how they can do it. Right. But uh, Google is going to, instead of sharing that location data back to their own servers, they're going to be just leaving it on your phone. They're going to do that and make the retention period shorter. Right. It, it won't be forever. So now there's a couple things on this, right? So part of you know part of us you know, won't want that privacy and quote unquote freedom. You don't want the government tracking you and knowing where you're going or what you're doing. Heck, I've got a family member who doesn't use um, Easy Pass because I don't want the government to know where I'm going, coming or going. I'm like, you're paying the toll, right? Um, <laughs> But we won't go there. So uh, <laughs> too not, late. You just did. You're not hiding any from anybody. But in this case, Google is acting like they're trying to help out right now. Maybe they are. Maybe they are. Maybe they're trying to say, "Hey, we'll protect in it the innocent citizens who haven't been doing anything wrong." However, there's plenty of examples that the 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 uh, law enforcement has been given that said, "Look, we've we've solved a lot of burglaries by doing this because turns out the same ding dong was robbing your house keeps his phone in his pocket." Yeah, and, or he's using a Fitbit to see how many steps he gets in while he bur- while he burglars your house. That too, and you can find that information. It's, oh, look at this! Bob has been at this guy's house at the same time he was burgled. He was over at that guy's house same time he was burgled. Interesting. I got a feeling Bob might be the burglar. So it's really not that difficult police work to say, man, my goodness, this guy seems to be at all the scenes of the crime. Um, so you know, it's not like one of those Watson, you know, what is it? Uh, my, wait, wait, think about the uh, the detective there. By, what, 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 it, what do you always Sherlock say? Holmes. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes, right? He was talking to Watson. He's got some sort of deal here. But this is how what they're doing here to, is is trying to use this technology to, to keep us safe. So you can see some benefits there, right? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of interesting that Google is doing this um, to, quote, unquote, keep our data private. Um, but that, just so you know, they don't need to go to Google for this information. No. So just because Google is taking care of your, your history, they the, the cops actually, we've had stories about this, law enforcement is buying marketing information that would be available to, to marketing folks to say, hey, who has been in this area? Who wh- What type of phones have been in? Now, it's a little more anonymized than the Google geofencing would be, but they can still they can still probably glean who's been where, what, when, and how just by mm-hmm. paying for the marketing data. Right. So. I'm not sure where this really is going to help a whole lot, but it's Google acting like they're you know they're back to their old line of do no harm here, trying to actually or, not, or don't be evil, and then in this case they're going to protect the bad guys and the and those of us who are not doing anything wrong just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time mm-hmm. while the while the burglar was burglaring. So we'll put a link up here for you guys and you can see what you think. I'm I'm still on the fence as far as whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. I you know in, in this day and age of lack of law and order. Having the cops be able to go after a burglar like that is kind of nice. <laughs> well, it is. It is. Um, but, I, you know, if you're tightening up privacy, that, that just benefits yeah, individuals. And, um, you know, hopefully it keeps you keeps other people out of trouble because it's possible to associate. Incorrectly. Uh, p- incorrectly. I've, I've seen where Google Maps places me in spots that are... 10 to 15 miles away Ooh. at any given moment 
Right. It, it's just not all that accurate. So that's another issue. I mean, it, it's the location data itself can be questionable. So. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. So Jim and looks like uh, Sherry coming through here. Um, stay on the line, and we'll do our best to help you with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Two lines for, open for you. We'll be here right back. From the Carter Mario Injury Lawyer Studios, visit GetCarter.com. That's GetCarter.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Yes, it is. Like the, like the big voice said, this is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're here till 11. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. And we'll help you out with those computer problems, comments, and concerns. Uh, let's go right to your calls. We're going to go to Jim first. Hey, Jim, what's cooking? Hey, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. Um, so my problem is that uh, we we have a local computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is is for work and we we can't find our administrative uh password so that limits my ability to get the printers working mm-hmm. but um so it's uh hardwired uh, from a windows 7 computer old one with a with a with a uh, a cable uh to to this printer and it used to work until somebody came in and did something to it now it doesn't work anymore um but if you go to um, printers, there's the, there's icons on there for the same printer, but there's two icons for the same printer, and it says it's we we give it the uh, default, um, and it's checkmark. Um, it, it says offline, right? But yep. we don't have anything online, so I don't know if that's got something to do with it. No. But in any event, there's there's like four or five things in the queue to print. And we're, I'm refreshing it. Um, I, I go back and forth between the two icons for the same printer and try and give them default. Um, and it's still, it's still not printing. The only thing I can think of maybe last night, what I'm thinking about it is maybe there's something wrong with the cable. I mean, I don't know what else to do. And yeah. the, I have two, there's two ports there. So you go to, uh, you go to the uh, properties and you, you, you see the ports and there's two ports that have the same printer on it, but one has the printer and the other one has copy one on it. And I'm trying to go back and forth, but they're both checked off because I put them as a pool hmm. so that it would go to both of them. And it's still not printing. It says, the computer says, you know, um, um, sent to printer. and But it, it still doesn't print. Right. Yeah. Well, what you got to do so, first... You've got to clear those print jobs out. That's number one. I did. Oh, yeah, I you did? Them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the second thing is I wouldn't pull those two printers because all that does is it, it, sends, it sets up a redundancy between each other and the print jobs that don't actually know where they're going. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So break that pool. Third would be to delete one of those printers if you're able to. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. It won't let me. I have to uh, do an admin pass, admin username and password. Yeah. And we've been emailing back and forth to corporate, and the guy's sending us all these passwords, and none of them work. So <laughs> I'm kind of limited as to what I can do, you know, and nobody knows the password to the stupid And he thing. can't add a printer because uh-huh. he needs a password for that, too. 
correct. Yeah. Right. So I wanted to delete one of them, and I, you know, it won't let me. And you know, but one of one of them, all the properties for one is grayed out. Yeah. I can see that things yeah. are checked, um, right. but a lot of them are grayed out. So what does that mean? That it means out, you don't have access to those settings because you don't have admin rights. Right. Yeah. Okay. Have you? Uh, I'm going to ask a silly question. Have you unplugged? It's fr- it's it's connected to the USB yeah. port, right? Yeah. Yeah. Multiple times All I right. unplugged both. Of them. Yeah, yeah. Restarted, restarted the computer, restarted the printer. All I right. mean, it did print one time, and I was thinking, okay, well, maybe it only prints from the desktop because I was able to print one document from the desktop, but not from this program that I'm in. It's called Velocity. Mm. Um, and I was able to do it. I'm like, oh, it works. And then we went to go print something else, and then it never worked after that. Is it a networkable printer? Is it? Can it be plugged into the network itself without being plugged into a it's, computer? It's, it's it's plugged into a local network. It doesn't have because of you know all these issues with uh, not so much privacy but security. It's a local network that controls all of the programs for alarms and and things like that for our building. Okay. Um, so it's it's a it's a contained local network. That's fine, but the but printer it itself is it is it plugged into the USB port of the Windows Seven machine, or does it have the ability right. to be on its own uh, Cat Six drop? Can it be plugged into the network without the need of a piece of a it, computer? Yeah, it's got that square plug in the back of the printer that All goes right. to the uh, USB in the in the print in the computer. Okay, that's what you're doing now. But does it right. have the network ability? Does it have a Cat Six port in the back of it where oh, it could be oh, plugged? Oh, you mean uh, no Cat Cat Five? Cat five, cat six. We're in the cat six world. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think it does. I think it, it's an old printer, so it yeah. only has that USB ad- adapter in it. And and do you have the admin password for any other computers on this little local network, or is there no other computers on it? Yeah, there's a there's another uh, computer like that in another room, but that admin password is different than the other password in the other room. Um, and we we've tried we've tried multiple passwords. So, huh. oh, what a weird problem. Uh, um, yeah, and it's so sound- then I tried. So then I'm like, okay, well, I'll just copy it onto a CD and put it in the other printer, then print it out, and it wouldn't let us because you're not allowed to, you know, uh, upload or download anything oh, on that computer because okay. of security. Yeah, so, so it's like well, you could always get a typewriter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so. Let us ponder this. I'm not sure we're going to have an answer for you, Jim, because without the admin Correct. password, yeah. you're kind There's of There's very locked. little that can be done. Yeah. And it's, it sounds like corporate does a very poor job of documentation. Yeah. Um, have you looked at the bottom I, I, of the keyboard? Have you looked at the bottom of the keyboard? Could the password be right there? Have you tried password? No. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to – I'm just going to – maybe I'll put in admin and then do the password. There you go. That makes it I'll even try. I'll even try password. Yeah, it could be that silly, but we'll see if we can do a workaround here for you. But I'm not sure that we're going to have one for you. Mm-hmm. We're going to put you on hold, okay? All right, thank you. Yep. We'll see if we can help Jim out. But typically, you got to document this stuff. Yeah. We'll be right back. And we are back. And uh, one line open for you, 860-522-9842 is the number. And everything we've talked about is being posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. 
And uh, if you follow us on Facebook over at the Tab uh, Listener Network, uh, the Computer Talk with Tab Listener Network, you can join. Um, it's a private group. And uh, join there, and you can see uh, all the all the posts there as well. And if you follow us on X, I'm not even going to say formally known as, but X over at Tab Computer Sys, you will get the links as well. Let's go back to Jim. Hey, Jim, you still there? I'm still here. So you have some really, you know, you're you're pretty locked down. We, we definitely contend that your corporate has secured you. Obviously, they locked they lost the keys to get you back in, so you're locked out of your own system here. But we're wondering why are you still using Windows Seven if they're so security conscious? But yeah, they wouldn't be doing that. Right. That's kind of a little bit of an oxymoron when it comes to IT. It's because it's, it's not hooked up to the internet. That's their theory, and they're sticking to it. Yeah. All right. It's not hooked up to the internet. <laughs> oh, believe me, if we could get a new computer, we would, and we we tried. It just uh, it's you know money's tight. I, yes, money's t- money's tight everywhere. I guess. Yeah. So. Can you do your job without printing? Yeah, it's just a convenience of printing this one document. So when yeah. we do alarms, we can check off which alarm uh, is 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 uh, working or not working. You know, it's just more or less a, a convenient for one of the guys doing all the alarms. Gotcha. So you you have a guy doing alarms. He's making sure they're working or not, and now he's got to do it right. some other manual way. Rather than printing it out, so we don't know of any workaround because you're locked, you're you're secured. So without that admin password, we can't even add a network printer or change it or do modifications to it. What do you think, Dennis? Well, there are there are ways that he can be permitted to add a printer as a standard user. Okay, but the computer would have to be set that way already. If right. it isn't, there isn't any way to set it that way unless you have an admin password to set that policy. Mm-hmm. on the computer to allow it. So what would he try just to see? Well, what he could do is put a attach a USB print server to the printer mm-hmm. instead of connecting it to the, directly to the computer yeah. and then use that print server to connect to his local network mm-hmm. and then try to add the printer right. as a network printer. Mm-hmm. Now, it may or may not work. Right. Uh, it depends on if he has the capability of doing it as a standard user. Right. Um, and it just seems to me as if the way that this company has locked everything down, yeah. that they probably did not set that policy control no. for him. But who knows? Yeah. I mean, it is a Windows 7 computer. And it, if it's been offline for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, they may not have had the comp- the corporate IT may not have had the chance to create that policy setting on it. Right. And he might be able to add the printer that way. Seems a little difficult. What were you going to ask, Jim? Um, why? So they're both the same icon on, on, on the printer's uh, portion of the computer, but one is grayed out and one is not. Why would one be grayed out? Like you said, oh, I don't have access to it, but I have access to the you, other one. You said you had them pooled? And it's probably favoring well, yeah. one. Well, I, yeah, but I did that on purpose. I, I, I can do that. I can take it off a pool. Yeah. Um, which, which I can do, but it's still grayed out. Hmm. So one is not grayed out. Correct. Hmm. Well, see, that's interesting. So you may have the actual ability to make the changes in that non-grayed out printer. So, yeah, but if it's not networkable, your, only, your option is the only way to do it. And then you have to tell that port to go find this USB print server in order to print to it. Yeah. It's yeah pre- no, let me ask you a question. In, in the back, there's like 
five or six USB slots. Mm-hmm. So each one of those slots will have a label, like for port one, port two, port three. Is that what the port is, a USB? No, 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 no. Um, in the computer, there will be a list, depending on how many ports there are and how many are active, you'll see USB 0001, USB 0002. But those are not numbered according to the physical port on the computer. Those are okay. actually assigned as things are deployed. And as you plug stuff in, it'll create one of those for itself. Mm-hmm. But it isn't necessarily locked in with any given physical hardware port on the computer. It's a logical port okay. that's created by the operating system. Which sounds utterly sounds illogical. Like, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So go ahead, Jim. Back of a TV where it says HDMI one, HDMI two. No, that'd make too much sense. (laughs) Yeah, that'd make too much sense. Yeah, it's yeah, it's unfortunate. So you can try other USB ports to see if it if it recognizes it, but you setting it as default doesn't mean anything. And when it says it's offline, so yes, back in the old days, before the interwebs, offline meant locally offline. It's not connected. Right. So sometimes now a lot of the nomenclature we all use here to talk tech is kind of getting conf- conflated because uh, you, you think offline, hey, I'm not on the internet. No, I know you're not. Your machine is, your, your computer is offline. Your printer is offline. The modem is offline. The monitor is offline. That's just a, it's just a thing we would say as geeks. Um, so it is offline. <laughs> we agree it's <laughs> offline. Um, and your right. computer is not seeing it as a device, so you can only you can try plugging it into a different USB port. You could get a new cable. The cables do go bad, believe it or not. Uh, you could try that. Yeah, that that's <clears throat> that's always a possibility too. Sure. Yeah, and and other than that, you need to you need to hotwire this thing, and you're not going to be able to do it. Um, there are ways there there are ways to try to you know get into it with using tools, uh, but I think corporate would frown on that, and you may not they may not appreciate you doing that. So yeah, they got to find the password for you, Jim. Well, you gave me food for thought. Thank you. I appreciate your help. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. All right. Thanks. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye. So and the poor guy is going to have to look at each alarm manually because he can't <laughs> print. That's wow. crazy. All right, let's go to Sherry. Oh, Sherry in Plainville. What's happening, Sherry? Oh, my phone is dead, and I don't know uh, where to start. Okay. Um, perfectly fine last night. Woke up this morning, and it won't turn on. And I must admit that it was wet yesterday. How um, wet? It, it was submerged briefly. Um, but it was fine through the day yesterday. Um, I just, I don't know where to start. Do mm-hmm. I start at, is it an Apple, is it an iPhone? Hmm. Um, oh, how old is the iPhone? I thought, I thought um, these iPhones have some uh, ability to resist dampness. It's an older one. Mm. But just, I... In this crazy Saturday, I don't know where the best place to start is. The AT&T store or the iPhone store, which is joyous. I would tell you to start with a bag of rice. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Really. Okay. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I thought that, okay. It's submerge it in a bag of rice for, I don't know, 24 hours. Yeah. It might suck out whatever little bit of moisture is touching or shorting out the phone, and it mm-hmm. might solve it. However, if it's an old phone and it let the water in, the damage might finally just be done. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, it's pro- it's probably three years old. Three oh, years well, old. There, it should be partly waterproof. Yeah, partly. Partly. But even so, um, it can get water. It can still get water in there, at least a little bit of moisture. It doesn't mm. take water that you could actually see. Sometimes all it's required is a little bit of moisture it's a little bit too high in one particular spot. The other issue is the uh, charging port uh, may have had a little water in there and it wasn't getting charged up correctly. Um, but drying out the phone in the in the uh, rice will, you know, free that up and maybe it'll make contact again with the charger mm-hmm. um, after you've let it dry out. Okay, but the fact that it worked fine last night and then the moisture perhaps moved that's why it's yeah that's what we're thinking not. yes yeah okay if that doesn't work then again then where do i well you're going to need I... a new phone you're going to need yeah. to you know the, I, depending on your warranty if you have one um if you got your phone through your carrier there may be there may be some quote unquote insurance they might have talked you into where you're going to get a new phone out of that um otherwise you yeah otherwise you might need a new phone can I get the information off of this phone? Well, only if you have it backed <laughs> up to the cloud. Yeah. So if you have it backed up to the iCloud, uh, what is it called? Yeah, the it's it iCloud. iCloud. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If it's backed up to the iCloud, then the answer is yes. And your account, quote unquote, like your apps and stuff like that, should all be recovered. But your data would have had to be configured to be backed up in the cloud. Well, of course, nothing is backed up. Ah. Well, what, most of what's in the phone, the um, yeah, the apps and email and things like that. Yeah, that'll all come back down. Right. When you log back in as you. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Let's hope the rice works. Let us know. Uh, we'll, yeah. We're not going to be on next Saturday because of the holiday store, but we'll be on the 30th, and we'd be interested to know. So don't even bother trying. Don't even do anything until tomorrow. I'm going to put it in the rice and just leave it. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know it got submerged. So you, that's probably the culprit. Let's try it out. I would think so. I would think yeah, so. Is there anything else that wouldn't let you hit the start button? I mean, it's, you know, solid. It, it just it feels different. 
Well, uh, maybe the moisture is actually somewhere within that mechanism. Mm -hmm. Same same okay. answer. The yeah. the bag of rice will dry it out to the point where it works. That's what we hope. We hope. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. All right, Sherry. Good luck. Bye. All right, we're gonna step out for a quick break. D Dave and Pete, hang on. Two lines open for you. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two is the number. And if you think. Over the past 30 years or so that we've been on this program helping folks, if you thought it gave you any value at all in your life, uh, feel free to go to our link over there for the Salvation Army Holiday Store uh, and make a donation. Uh, it's a virtual link there. You can go ahead and click on it. It's secure. It's safe. And uh, you can help out somebody in need and help out help 1080 uh, with the Salvation Army. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Hopefully the holiday season is going well for you. And uh, we're happy to be here on this lovely Saturday morning if you're out and about. Um, actually, what you're probably doing is sitting in front of your computer doing your Christmas shopping. You're not <laughs> yeah. out and about. Nobody's out and about anymore. <laughs> um, so if you're having an issue with that, feel free to get online, 860-522-9842, and we'll do our best to help you out. And we have some links up there as far as how to dry your iPhone. Yes, rice is an option. Um, if you happen to have those silica gel packs that yeah. come in everything, like right. for some reason, I think most people are encouraged to chuck those because they're probably not ha healthy to keep around, for, especially with kids and stuff like that. So I always made sure I chucked them as fast as I could. Um, but they also work too. And the issue with the rice is that it can get into ports on yeah. your phone. Right. Um, so just keep the keep the rice away from the port. Right. All right. Let's go to your calls and see what uh, Dave and Terryville's got going on. What's happening, Dave? Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. I, I download your podcast every week, so this will be like a computer talk quiz, see if I pass it. Ah, cool. Um, okay. <laughs> I just bought a new uh, HP MV laptop this week. I haven't even uh, slipped the, the tape on the box yet. Um, hmm. i7, 13th uh, generation processor, half a gig of uh, uh, storage and so forth. Nice. Um, and um, right now I have a web root, um, but uh, if I remember correctly, you guys are still going with the uh, Windows Defender as a as a good source of um, antivirus. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. So it's it's good because my subscription's renewing next month, so I'll just uh, let that lapse. Yeah. Um, uh, the other thing, it, it doesn't come with Office installed. Um, I went online and um, from Microsoft directly. I can buy the uh, the. Um, I believe they call it home and student uh, version of um, Office, which has Word and Excel and so forth. Uh, 150 bucks. Is that the best place to download it from? Is from the Microsoft Store? That price is pretty good. Yeah, that that's a good price. And yeah, I mean, you're getting it from the source. And it's that's yeah. It's, I, I, <laughs> is it version 2022? I, I, did, I did a web search, and that's what came up as the as the second option. Um, yeah. Yeah, as long as you're getting it from that store, it's a safe download, and uh, 150 is a fair price uh, for that that suite. That makes sense to me. And make sure you're getting yeah. the 2022 version so that you have as long life with it as possible. That, that's that's the most recent. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Um, I think that's it. Uh, I had one more question. Is there a? Are you um, aware of a good? Um, I'll call it dictation. I, I guess it's uh, speech-to-text. In other words, if, if I want to do Word documents, I want to do some writing and so forth, is there a good um, yes. speech-to-text program that you're aware of? There is. It's expensive. Uh, Dragon Naturally Speaking. 
is the leader okay. in that. Um, and it can also be configured for legal or medical um, if you're in those professions. But uh, there is a standard one that, that is pretty much the cream of the crop. There could be others out there, but that's the one that we that comes to mind. In our well, actually, world. Windows has uh, detect dictation capability in it. I never tried it. Yeah. Um, what you want to do is, uh, well, we can post an article to do it. I, I would go through the steps. I actually helped a customer with this uh, mm, a few weeks ago. Didn't even know it existed in Windows. Yeah. So that's good news. It's rudimentary, and it does, right. it's not as powerful as Dragon. Um, I can't really speak to the accuracy of it because mm. I haven't used it that much myself. Right. Um, Dragon is tunable. It'll practice with you. And then it'll get better over time, so you get that advantage, right? So if you say W for you know WTIC, or you say W ya, uh, it'll it'll say it'll oh, learn that this guy says W like W ya, and it'll put the W in the correct way. So um, okay, when, but, when you say expensive, I mean uh, roughly, what are you talking? I think Dragon is in the in the three to five hundred range yeah, off the top of my head, something like that. Oh, oh yeah, that's expensive. But if you're writing the next great American novel, I mean that's nothing. <laughs> That's true. Um, I think I got it all. Unless you have any more recommendations, uh, so I would tell you to stay away from uh, AI and have the and having AI write it for you because basically check the EULA on that. I think they own the, the property rights and with anything you use AI for. So be careful with that. Yeah, I'm not big into that yet. All right, all right. Well, yeah. Good good luck with it. I'm glad uh, you got a nice new machine there. Sounds like you're going to be in good shape. Appreciate it. All right. Take it easy, Dave. All right, right, Dave in Plainville is going to write the next American, great American novel. We're looking forward to that. Um, So Cheryl and Pete, hang on. A couple lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. And we're here to help you out here until 11. And then Dr. Alessio will be in with Healthy Rounds. Actually, just so you guys know, he mentioned the podcast. If you ever miss a show and you want to listen to, there's more than 500 of these things out there. I think you can listen for a solid three years and you'll (laughs) be able to listen every constantly to our podcast but they're there you can subscribe to them and uh check us out anytime you want from anywhere on the planet we'll be right back we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.